I don't think Donald Trump is handling his loss as well as he could have. I don't want to watch what's on the TV. iTunes that put on the BC. Podcasts on, no talking to me. Listening to Blackcast. Keep up on comics and movies. Two phone ring, I answer hoodies. I can't talk, call back if you please. Listening to Blackcast. You don't know what you are missing. Damn fine show hosted by Christian. He's just dope, no ass, I'm kissing. Listening to Blackcast. Click subscribe on this. Podcast, you won't be the first, but don't you be last. Listen while you pumping your gas. Listen into Blackcast. On this episode, it's Jean Grey talking about the things that she say. So distracted, didn't feed Bay. Listen into Blackcast. Met this girl, she smiled in my face. Blackcast insulated in my place. Had one beer, she brought a whole case. Listen into Blackcast. Cops knock on the door and listen. Blackcast on, they think I'm Christian. Cops ran off now. Why ain't tripping? Listen to Blackcast. Welcome to the Blackcast. Yes, Blackcast 409. And um, I don't know. I mean, when you say a number like that, it, it seems like a cry for help from me and all of us. Cry for help from all of you. The fact that uh, you've uh, put up with that many. But we are a few minutes late. And Dominicus Saxon wants to point out, tick, 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 gentlemen. But Dominicus Saxon, we appreciate you being here first the first uh, invitee to our little soiree. Uh, joining me, Christian Blatt, that is, as uh, so often is the one, the only Jeff DeRay. Yep, that's my name. Will Sterling will be coming up a little bit later. I'm pretty sure he's uh, very busy ballot harvesting, but uh, we will see if we can find him somewhere else. So, uh, Jeff, well, the last time we talked, it was uh, Halloween, and I wanted to know, did you do anything? Were there trick-or-treaters in Massachusetts? And if they came near your house, were you out there with the hose to make sure they stayed away? Uh, no, there was not. Well, there, I think there probably was some trick-or-treaters, right? Yeah. Inevitably. We didn't see any here. My gotcha. parents were getting all paranoid. They were like, we're going to have to make like a shoot that we can put the candy so it like <laughs> shoots down the driveway to the kids so they don't try and touch us. Yeah. And then it was like on Halloween. Then they hadn't even gotten any candy. Lucky for them. I had a bunch <laughs> of candy that I bought for myself. Conveniently. To share Did you sit kids. there at the end of the driveway and just eat the candy? And when kids came by and just go, nope. <laughs> That's what would have happened. But what ended up really <laughs> happening is... They they freak out. I give them the candy, and then they look outside, and they're like, "Everyone in the neighborhood has turned has their lights off. We're also keeping our lights off." <laughs> and then yeah. no one came because all the lights were off, and no one was going to come. Not to mention, we live on a hill, so it's like, oh, yeah. and it had actually literally there was like a blizzard on Halloween. Like there was a foot of really, snow. yeah. Oh, so I didn't realize that. Basically, like you, we live on a steep hill and have a steep driveway off a steep hill. So it's like, good luck, kid. If you can survive the Everest climb to our house, I might have given you some of my candy. <laughs> <laughs> but none, none attempted it. Yeah. Well, you know, look, uh, kids that are expecting to spend uh, all of November 1st eating an entire bag full of candy, look up at a hill and go, mm mm. We're not yeah. going there. Yeah, there were uh, some houses that, uh, you know, various uh, – there, there's this annoying app called Nextdoor that I hope you're not on there. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it'll, it, it told you where there were houses, where they were doing stuff. And a lot of them mentioned, you know, like, ah, oh, we've got a you know table at the end of the driveway. You know, we've put them in bags. And then there were one or two signs that I saw that, uh, you know – 
I saw before Halloween, it said uh, COVID safe trick or treating. And, uh, uh, then in, over in Toluca Lake where a lot of signs, uh, no trick or treating this year, they were like made signs, like they had been distributed, you know, they were like, no, you will, there, there may be tricks, but there will be no treats. And, uh, yeah, we, um, got together with, uh, a couple of families as, uh, dictated by state law. There were three households, but it's all kids that, uh, Felix and Lucy like go to school with. So it's almost like. Oh, well, you know, it's uh, all people that were that hang out together. You know, those germs come into my house anyway, you know, is basically what the thinking was. And uh, it was fun. They had the costumes and we did. Uh, I think I said that I w- we were going to do this. We did like uh, like uh, Halloween colored Easter eggs and we hid the candy in, in uh, our, our friend's yard. And uh, we still have a lot of it. And the majority of it that's gone is because I've eaten it, you know. Uh, also, uh, appearing in the chat, uh, our guest from last week's episode, uh, with, you know, here's the interesting thing for those watching on YouTube, Jason Blair's comment, yo, it actually said Toyota, but then he bleached away the other letter. So it only says, yo. So I uh, think you're lying. It didn't say Toyota. It said Bach Toyota. (laughs) (laughs) It definitely said Bach Toyota. You know, it's too bad you couldn't have gone there, uh, over on the, uh, on the, on the auto mile, I believe is where it is because I feel, yeah, I feel like they were, they probably would have given out bags of candy if, uh, you had, uh, been there in costume well if you're, uh, anyway. if you're feeling uh like some kind of boston accent deficit in your life let me yep. recommend trial four on netflix the uh sean k ellis murder trial is of a boston police officer so it's all these hard boston accent police officers being like yeah he totally shot him he wicked shot him you know I didn't understand what that was when it popped up on my netflix because it was written out as trial four so I actually was like, what is that? Now I understand what it is. Trial um, for what? Trial for what? <laughs> yeah. What are you on trial for, kid? <laughs> In any case, uh, so, yeah, I think uh, Halloween was not the uh, big scary day that uh, it could have been. But uh, from all accounts, everything that I've heard, people had fun. I think that uh, the verdict is out as to uh, how many people enjoyed the next week. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, election night. Uh, and the election day that as we're talking, it's November 17th. So it's uh, two full weeks after the uh, election. And um, I, I, I have to, I, I've said this a couple times on Twitter and I definitely annoyed people, but I do have to point out that I think Donald Trump is not handling his well as well as losses he could have as what well. I think I fucked up the line. <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's think right. Donald Trump is handling the loss as well he is, as he could have. See, yeah. I can't even say it. Yeah, I don't think Donald Trump is handling his loss as well as he could have. And if, I, if I'm if i not being lazy in audio, it'll sound like I said it right the first time, but it's more fun this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I put that out there a lot of times, and uh, there's definitely a lot of people who understand that reference. Uh, um, Dennis Miller, for years, uh, had a very funny tweet that regardless of what was going on, he would say, I don't think the left is handling Hillary's loss as well as they could have. And uh, it would sometimes be part of another tweet. Uh, but uh, I feel as though it's kind of an evergreen sentiment uh, right now. And interestingly enough, uh, during the final weeks of the campaign, uh, President Trump said that uh, 
COVID was uh, just going to go away and disappear and you weren't going to hear from it anymore. I think he just misspoke and he meant him because uh, he's had uh, a, a public event and played a lot of golf and uh, done a lot of pouting and uh, angry tweets. And um, well, that's, that's about it so far. You know, look, when you put your best guy, Rudy Giuliani, on uh, in charge of your, uh, your legal prospects, as we talked a lot uh, about uh, last week with Jason Blair, uh, that tells me you don't have confidence and you also probably don't want to win. I saw that uh, Wisconsin is uh, offering to do a full recount, but the Trump campaign has to pay them $7 million to do it. <laughs> so well, don't the, his, I thought it, I thought it was Nevada that does the thing where it's like you can have a recount at any point as long as you're willing to pay for it. And then if it comes out that they were wrong, they'll reimburse you. There was some state that that was the law. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I don't think that's what, that doesn't anything. That doesn't sound like badger country to me. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, so uh, I know that uh, I crammed a lot into there and I had asked you a question like four minutes ago. But uh, so your thoughts, uh, uh, election night and uh, the way things have uh, unfolded since. Well, when you say election night, like, are you referring to when I had already gone to sleep at three in the morning when Donald Trump declared himself the winner <laughs> or because like election day and election night. Right. It was like from my perspective as like last election, honestly, I didn't really feel like I had a horse in the race because I was sure. so disenfranchised with the Democratic Party after so many years that I had let my apathy take hold. I was just like, fuck it all. Everybody sucks. But it's like truly, you know, I think if there's one really good thing that came out of the Trump administration, from my perspective, it's how we've seen the results of our apathy. And I think a lot of people were shocked out of said apathy, which is why you have like the highest voter participation in, in however many years. Right. So I think that that's a really positive thing. Um, it's like I look at the election with that said and seeing all the people having voted and you go like, OK, cool. So we've had a democratic election where people actually participated, where people actually can say like, oh, no, it wasn't because people just decided not to come out. It's because everybody came out and they all said what they wanted to say. And that's why you have 72 million votes for Donald Trump. Right. Yeah. And then you have some people, um, Natasha, particularly not to always bring her into this but i feel like she's a good indication of sometimes people who are like liberal and mean well but sometimes go too far with like what are we going to do with these 72 million people that think it's okay to vote for him i'm like well live with them like they lived with us you know like, yeah chill but I, I i think for her saying that i think speaks to the tension we all feel and it's like, for some people, I think it was relieved when Biden finally, like, it, it looked like it was going to happen. And it was everybody was cautioning patients and like, wait until these things change. And then again, on the East Coast, we wake up the next morning and you see a couple states have flipped because they've actually finally counted enough of the mail-in votes for it to properly reflect the voting. And then you're hearing the comments from the president, like, so directly, like, stop counting there and count here and don't do this. And it was just really frustrating. It's like, can't we just like I appreciated the, the the people on the state and local levels, Republicans including, who are going like, yo, shut up. We're doing our job. You shut up. Let us do our job. This is the one thing you shouldn't mess with. Like, 
any Republican who has come out and been like, hey, hmm, he needs to chill, like let the process unfold. I have more respect for that. Like that's to me, John McCain in 2008 telling that woman like, whoa, 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 he is not a Muslim. So don't say that. Like he's a good person. We just have differences on some philosophical ideas. Like let's not turn this into exactly what it's become since then. Like this making up bullshit, bashing each other, going crazy, hating each other without trying to hear a word anyone has to say. I think it gets both sides so entrenched where it's like, right, you see what we're what's happening now. And very fairly, I think um, Republicans can can characterize it as like, hey, you can't be pissed at us for like not wanting to accept this results. This is exactly what you did four years ago. But I think there's a huge difference in so far as like, no, four years ago, people were like shocked at the outcome. They accepted that this is what had happened. And all the accusations of malfeasance were like, oh, they interfered in so far as they changed public perception and they did this. And if you watch like um, I watched a documentary, Agents of Chaos, and they explain more specifically like, oh, the Russians were in the system supposedly like with the potential to change things, but then realized they didn't have to because their propaganda had worked. I mean, that's an interesting theory, you know, that they were like, oh, we we would have done it, but we didn't have to because you guys flipped it yourself. And yeah, look, I think the, the biggest difference for 2016 is that on election night, Hillary Clinton called Donald Trump and conceded. And uh, I think you have a lot of people who are like, yeah, but what about what Al Gore did? What Al Gore did was one state and it was 537 votes, you know? Uh, so uh, this is quite a few states. And I, I think if you add them all up, it's hundreds of thousands of votes. But even if it's, you know, even if it's 100,000 votes, none of these recounts are far enough off where, None, none of these margins are far enough off where a recount will make a difference. I mentioned this, I think, last week with Jason Blair, that uh, former Wisconsin governor, Scott Walker, himself, the the subject of multiple recounts and recalls, uh, said that, you know, you you maybe move, uh, you know, a couple hundred, but usually it's closer to zero. So it's, uh, you know, and look uh, – uh, Dominica Saxon, you know, makes the point. Electoral College doesn't record their votes for another month. Why not reset the vote count? Take a few days to carefully count each legal vote, so both sides can stop whining. And I think that you know, there's some, one side's whining. Well, there is one side whining. It, 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 it's it's the side that uh, you know still four plus years later complains about how the popular vote in 2016 must have been uh, a fraud. Uh, wanted a full revote in the Iowa caucus because Ted Cruz won, which honestly that does shock me that that many people voted for Ted Cruz uh, ever. So he might be right about that one. But in, in any case, uh, the the problem in the vernacular now is this phrase legal votes. The mail-in votes are legal. The absentee ballots are legal. Uh, it depends on the state as to when they received them. There are different rules, but if they're if they are postmarked. Uh, that's fine. And, uh, you know, I, I think in a lot of those states, you had a few days to get there. So uh, the I, I think a state like Wisconsin is like, well, we've we've done our count and it uh, you know it went appropriately. And there are um, I've uh, I've muted a lot of people on uh, Twitter in the last week. I uh, only unfollowed a handful, but those were really journalists like people that I know on Twitter. I, I still follow. But there's a great function 
where you can turn off people's retweets. And then I like people more because I don't see the stupid things that they're retweeting. Uh, and I think that retweeting something stupid doesn't make you stupid, but it might annoy me enough where I, I would ask the question. So, uh, and, uh, bef- you know, and we, and Jason and I talked about parlor last week. Yeah. Go, go to parlor and, uh, tell me how much fun you have over there. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not just, not, not a lot of people are there. Uh, it's also a little clunky, but, uh, what were you going to say, Jeff? Uh, just since I checked out the comments, I noticed just to clarify something for Jason, because I guess he was confused. I meant apathy before. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah, yeah. So let me last. for let me uh, clarify. So Jason said, wait, the last 3.7 years is Dems being apathetic. And uh, imagine I'm if they were not no. anti, uh, apathetic in their anti-Trump sentiment over the last 3.75 years. And what you're talking about is prior to Election Day. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that that's accurate. And I think that. All of the early voting that you saw uh, was a direct reflection of uh, not apathy, and you still had a lot of people that were like, "Well, I don't want to. I don't want to go anywhere near a public place with that many people, so I'm going to mail it in, and I'm going to mail it in early, and it's going to be postmarked on time." And you know, you have a lot of states like Nevada that took a long time to, because they had to ver- verify all the signatures, and they're like, "No, we will not be doing a recount because we did it right the first time." And then I think there's one county where one of the lower ballot races was like ten votes off. So I think they're they're doing something about revoting on that issue because it was like, well, that was too close. Uh, President like Biden is up more than ten votes in Nevada. I don't need to check the total; it's more than ten. So. Therein lies the problem. And the uh, one of the more annoying parts of the narrative, and I talked to Jason about this last week, was the idea of like, oh, so they voted for Joe Biden for president, but then they voted for Republicans down ballot. And the answer is, yeah, absolutely. Yes, because. The, you know, there there are there are policies that people are like, well, you know, look, I got uh, got three conservative justices, but, uh, you know. The there are a lot of people who their number one concern was COVID heading into the election. And if you think that he did a great job before Election Day, I don't have to have that conversation with you. But let's talk about the job he's done after Election Day, Uh, as there are increased concerns. Uh, You have people saying he hasn't been in one of those uh, meetings in months. Um, He's literally not doing anything right now. Uh, except for possibly trying to figure out a way to bomb Iran. So, uh, you know, and that's a big help to uh, the more and more people that are uh, coming in, uh, such as our very own Will Sterling right there. Look at him with some some officious looking uh, subway maps. Uh, So in in any case, uh, this is a great line from Jason Blair that I don't want to get lost. Is Parlor McClunky? It is so clunky that it is absolutely McClunky. Um, so, in any case, uh, we were just kind of talking about the, uh, you know, this. I, I'm I'm willing to not even have the conversation about the job that President Trump did on the pandemic prior to Election Day. I just want to focus on the job he's done uh, after Election Day, which is that he is not doing his job at all. And he's uh, tweeting a lot of things that I I said last week and I stand by. He doesn't believe any of it. He just knows it's good for business. It's good for the brand. Has he believed anything in the past four years? I thought it's all been good for business. 
Yeah, he's a stable genius. I mean, also, there are thanks things. For being, thanks for being upstairs today where your Wi-Fi connection isn't slow and you're hearing us in real time on StreamYard. This is the first uh, time this happened. Let me, let me tell you why the connection's good. <laughs> the world has changed. Oh, I'm, I'm wired man. in today. Look yeah. at that. You but see, when, I talk to you guys at, when I talk to you guys at nighttime, uh, I have to go downstairs. Yeah. Therein lies the problem. Right. Uh, and by the way, uh, two comments from Sam Whitfield. He likes Parlor. Uh, and, you know, look, it's growing. I might get used to it. But also, Will is his favorite liberal, Sam Whitfield. So, uh, oh, wow. and, and, which is weird because I always thought I always thought he was a Carville guy. Now I'm just kidding. Just uh, wait, there was two things I wanted to point out for what we were talking about before yeah, sure. Will got here. One, uh, the before Will ruined our party, yeah, before Will basically ruined my life. No, go um, for it. I'll answer emails. God, no, no, I just because we were talking about the thing that drove me us crazy, particularly with Pennsylvania, which they're de- doing their fucking damnedest because they knew it was their only path to victory. They, the Republicans there, have blocked for the last 18 months, so that's like plenty of time of COVID and plenty of time before COVID counting votes before election day. They did everything they could so that when this situation happens they people on that side could try to um discredit the very votes they knew would not be for them and so when you have all of that and everything leading up to it and then the end result is like this plan that they were showing you all along coming to fruition and you go yeah that's totally believable it just makes me go like okay confirmation bias you just want to believe what you wanted to believe and you just want to believe in these things because they they help you make sense of what's going on because you thought everybody was on your side on this thing or whatever it's just like it's just so frustrating to me that once again it's like i want to treat it like we're all treating these situations rationally but it's like when you compare like as we talked about before the uh, Democrats' reaction to Trump's election versus Republicans' reaction to Biden's election. It's just like, there's a huge difference. There's also one group that protests things by showing up at government buildings with guns <laughs> and the other group who shows up with signs and then has guns used on them. So you wonder why we're being like, you guys need to chill the fuck out with this because you guys go way too far with this kind of stuff and you're making accusations that have no nothing behind them. Um, and then one other thing that I was going to say was a note from some, uh, cause I've watched your conversation with, with Jason. And I, this is something I see with a lot of people. You talk about voter suppression, but voter suppression, prove it. Oh, but there's definitely all this like fraud, but I don't need to prove that. So it's just like well, that. Approach yeah. to things is so that's not even so directly, annoying. that's not even directly at Jason. That's just something you're hearing is yeah. that. Yeah. And, and I think that uh, I, by the way, I think both things exist on some level, uh, the level to which there is voter suppression, the level to which there is voter fraud. Um, the, when I was talking before about turning off people's retweets is just because every single one of them was something that I read, you know, multiple investigative bodies, some of them reporters, some of them, the actual States that they happened in and they're like, well, these things didn't happen. And uh, it's it, it doesn't help when you have the, the president uh, retweeting these things. Um, and then just uh, before the comment goes away, uh, Dominica Saxon says, I'm not sure I trust someone who votes straight R or straight D because it makes me wonder if they even study the issues at hand. I think it I is a very lazy. D. Yeah, that well, yeah. I mean, I vote straight D, straight. but not D. Yeah, yeah. So that's a little it's a little different. Yeah. Make sure that you understand the difference. I go for the long D. Yeah. The hard exactly. D. 
<laughs> uh, Demonicus Saxon. Uh, in any case, uh, I think that, uh, yeah, I, I, I do believe that for the most part, people are lazy and they're like, yeah, I trust my party enough that I'm just going to vote for their people. And that's why it's, it's hugely confusing when you get to, you know, some of the smaller races and you have like three people who are the same party and three people who are another party. And you're like, oh, but this person was, you know, handing out flyers at the farmer's market. She seemed nice. So why don't I just vote for her? You know? Uh, but in any case, um, so yeah, I think that there are uh, a lot of uh, you know there was a lot of questions, uh, but it, the people being the loudest about it, uh, I'm not counting the the tweets is is is, is basically everyone other than President Trump, uh, except for, of course for uh, Mike Pence who really doesn't want to get uh, brought into this at all, you know. Uh, he, yeah, where's, uh, that where's, where's he, what's he doing? He wanted to go to on vacation with his family this past week. And then, uh, I guess he was urged not to, uh, but, uh, yeah, I think he was, you know, but look, he's going to get a very long vacation and, uh, you know, he'll be, <laughs> he'll, he'll be, he'll be fine. He'll be well rested. Uh, 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 and, uh, yeah. So, uh, Will, because you kind of came in sort of in the middle of a thought, I just wanted to get sort of general sense from you about, uh, the uh, election day and the two weeks since, uh, shockingly, yeah. two weeks since. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised. I feel like it's something that, that Donald Trump had been doing for so long, even before the election, just like sowing the seeds of doubt and dissent and potential fraud and saying it was a rigged election and the only way he would accept the results is if he won. I mean, I still, to the, to this day, the thing is, is, I think Donald Trump has really exacerbated this tension between Democrats and Republicans, but truthfully, as somebody who is pretty liberal, thanks, Sam, for letting me be your favorite liberal, and Dominica Saxon, I'll always give you that D. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, um, I think it is really heartbreaking and really, I just, I, the, the amount of other Republicans that exist that are clearly way more capable and, and good than Donald Trump, to be the party of like kind of, Christian America and, and talk about morals and 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 be pro-life and all kinds of like things that like really exist in, in a moral realm and then do nothing but find ways to bend over and let this person fucking take advantage of you blows my mind every day. And people should absolutely be condemning him every single second as the most incorrect representation of what they say they believe and support. And yet they find every opportunity to give him excuses and say why he's so good and say why he's the savior. And the truth is that he's just a despicable lying sack of shit who is worth next to nothing outside of, I don't know, the jobs that maybe he's provided for people who otherwise would have been unemployed. And so for him to end his reign this way in, in such a childish, petulant, uh, obnoxious, predictable way is truly incredible. He is the saddest, most embarrassing individual we've ever seen in, in American political history. And that is, you know, we could say something about in history, like these people were worse as presidents like Andrew Jackson. Sure. But we now are in 2020. We have a lot of context. We have a lot of technology and we have a lot new, a lot of new empathy and a lot of new just things to, to, to process the world through. That to, to prop this person up as your champion, I've always said, just pick a better Republican. And rather than do that, they tried to find ways to defend the worst version of somebody who isn't even a Republican and embarrass them 
embarrassed their party and made it known very early on that if he was going to run and needed to pull the wool over anybody's eyes, it was going to be Republicans. And he did. So pick a better Republican and shut the fuck up. Well, Will, uh, in terms of uh, respect for the office, uh, I think you need to refer to him as a outgoing lying sack of piece of shit or you're whatever right, you're that right. was. Yeah. So you Best have to put the, health, the cleanest yeah. bill of health. Yeah. Nobody knows more about the Bible than he does. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Jeff. I was just going to point out, Will, if you have a hard time understanding how somebody could be both the keeper of the faith and asking people to bend over, you should look into Catholicism. Well, that's I know. <laughs> Unfortunately, I do. And now the Boy Scouts. Great. Good time. Yeah. Yeah. Now the Boy Scouts. Now the Boy Scouts. I mean, it's been uh, since the beginning, but yeah. Sammy Whitfield, uh, as a conservative who didn't vote for Biden, I have to admit that even I was rolling my eyes when the diehard MAGA MAGA people were saying, not my president for Biden. The irony. Yeah. I mean, the I mean, we're seeing a lot of uh, tweets from, uh, you know, the the great thinkers of the MAGA movement like Kayleigh McEnany, uh, who could not be better named for somebody who is so obviously such a McEnany that, uh, you know, saying like, oh, whiny Democrats, you know, complaining about recounts. And, you know, you have sort of the uh, the look at basically people who you don't understand why people are jeopardizing their career for this guy in this moment. You know, it's almost like if in 1992 people really wanted to keep George Bush senior HW around and they were like doing everything they could to get him a second term. You'd be like, okay, well, yeah, but he's like your guy. He's, he was, he was Reagan's vice president. Sure. You want more of that. You could almost get it. But it's like, why do you want more of this? Like, why is this the thing that you think you need to jeopardize your career for? I mean, it's uh, you know, I mean, I, I talked last week about, you know, Ted Cruz being somebody that I don't understand because uh, one, he looks like that Two, the fact that uh, president Trump said your dad probably killed JFK and also called your wife ugly. I mean, how you can then, you know, have anything to say with say about him favorably. And then just like Lindsey Graham, who it's like, uh, you know, asking the attorney general or the, it's not attorney general, but you know, the guy in charge of the elections in Georgia, it's like, I eh, think you could find a way to throw away some of them ballots. You're like, what are you doing it for that guy? Like, what? Uh, you know, Lindsey like, Graham's the same guy who said in, wasn't it 2016, use my words against me. If yeah. we try to stick <laughs> a Supreme Court justice <laughs> in during an election year, we're evil. Yeah. He also uh, used to fucking be friends with John McCain and then Donald yeah. Trump embarrassed his former best friend to the ends of the earth. And then he started sucking Donald Trump's dick instead of honoring his friend's memory. So uh, no uh, metaphorically, uh, Will, uh, we don't want to we don't want to slut shame anybody's uh, anybody's sexuality. Metaphorically. Mean, uh, yeah, his, his metaphorical metaphorically. NDAs, the NDAs, the metaphorical yeah. yeah. Uh, Jason Blair says, if you look at the Bible, it's full of a lot of awful people who do great things for Israel in the Old Testament. King yeah. David got his buddy killed so he could sleep with his wife. Yeah. Uh, why yes. religion is dangerous. But uh, yeah, well, and also those are those, those are uh, monarchs, which I, I believe we were found. Uh, just one more quick thing from Dominicus. I grew up Catholic. Our local priest was known as the pinching priest. Perhaps I've said too oh, much. Uh, what were you going to say, Jeff? Uh, well, since we brought up the Old Testament, this is one of my favorite topics to torture my mother over. Oh, so <laughs> I always, this is what I always say, just get into a little bit of a Bible riff here. If God is so perfect and infallible and omniscient and everything else, why, like, halfway through was he like, hold up, hold up, hold up, new covenant, 
everything I said before was kind of fucked up. We got to change the rules here, guys. It's a little messed up. We're going to go with a new testament, okay? Yeah. Let's, let's start it, a new one. It was the it was the original reboot. It was like, yeah, yeah I know you guys liked the old uh, testament, the old series. We're doing a new one, and I tell you, it's going to be so much better. Everybody's going to love, you know. It, 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 basically, the new testament, the new testament is the new Coke. It's like, it, it's sweeter. It, it's like, you're going to be so much happier with it. It's, it's fine. Uh, so... There's a, you know, it's, it's a, it's easy to, well, no, it's not easy. It's hard to understand basically the idea that this, again, that this is the guy that people are willing to go out of their way for. And the, you know, the, the fact that you have, you know, somewhat, well, you have principled Republicans in the Senate that are saying things like, yeah, you know, they should probably start uh, giving Biden some uh, classified briefings. And then the, I forget who that Senator was. And he's just like, nah, nah, that's all right. I don't, I didn't mean it, you know? And it's just like, what are they, why are they afraid of this guy who is just the embodiment of what he calls people all the time? I mean, it's yeah. what he, it's, he, he called Rosie O'Donnell two things, a loser and a fat pig. <laughs> I can think of someone who embodies both of those things. Yeah. I'm not going, you know, uh, there was, there was a weird movement, on on Twitter is uh, this is from someone on the left is just like we shouldn't body body shame Donald Trump. There's so many other things to point at. I'm like, yeah, but none of them are as funny as how fat he is. Like, <laughs> no, it's, not that, it's just it's it's purely how weird his shape is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's just he looks like a he's like a fucking eggplant. Like it's like a weird like in the suit. He just I don't know. Do you think that's why he went after Michelin? Because he looks like the Michelin man. <laughs> that's probably true. Stop using my likeness. Uh, it was uh, it, and and the the you know what better indication of how he's like actually given up than he stopped dyeing his hair when he, he like actually made that appearance and his hair was gray and it's like oh so we're just we're not going to say anything about it you know I know you're not going to take questions from the press which uh, there was one of those good ones because they you know they'll always yell something at you as you walk away. Are you being a sore loser? That was the one that I heard. Uh, yeah. And of course, he I didn't mean, yeah, he's, I don't think he's handling this loss as well as he could have. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's the point, Will. <laughs> I don't think he's handling a loss as well as he could have. That's, that's really what we're trying to get around to. And, uh, you know, look, it's just uh, trying to understand it. And uh, I think that the groundswell of support for Trump was a reaction I'm talking about four years ago against Hillary Clinton. Just people were afraid of what it would mean. And I guess, you know, people are, plenty of people have had this conversation. I think it came up last week on this show is people are a little bit afraid of the, this idea that uh, Kamala Harris will be president, you know, by January, you know, that, uh, that before we know it, that that's what's going to happen. So uh, is that Chuck the pup that I hear in the distance? I don't know. Is Chuck the Pup. So Chuck the Pup is uh, demanding full recounts. I think in uh, in in all fifty states, uh, Chuck the Pup is uh, is a constitutional scholar, <laughs> and Chuck the Pup does not like any of this talk. No, uh, no, he doesn't. I heard he was barking mad about the uh, <laughs> election fraud. He, he, he's running for president. It's okay. For president, yeah, well, yeah. but in 2024, obviously. No, no, no. This year, he's gonna just he's we're gonna redo the whole thing. Okay, and just put Chuck the Pup on uh, ballots and right. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um. So 
I, uh, I I know I focused on this uh, last week, but it is kind of a cornerstone of what is contemporary comedy in this month. And if only Halloween had happened after Election Day, uh, I know that in some way I would have represented Four Seasons Total Landscaping uh, outside of uh, Philadelphia, which is kind of the crowning achievement in uh, what has been a, 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 just a brilliant year for uh, former America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Uh, and the biggest tragedy of Biden being projected the winner by multiple uh, media outlets, including Fox News, uh, on that Saturday was that it happened during the press conference that was being held at Four Seasons Total Landscaping. And people, I know that people have talked about it, but it didn't get the kind of attention that it deserved. Uh, that was very upsetting to me because the idea that if someone was instructed, we're going to hold it at the Four Seasons, and you ended up at a landscaping company with the same name uh, between the crematorium and the dildo shop. It's just like, I mean... The joy of this entire, the, the really for me, the only joy of this entire presidency is it makes the writing on Veep pale in comparison to the reality yeah. of how fucking stupid they are. And the shit like this, this was really just the beautiful icing on the cake and their most crowning achievement, like that they ended up at, like you could not write this any more funny in a show or a movie about a chain of miscommunication for a fucking moron politician. It's just perfect. It makes me so happy. And to see Rudy Giuliani standing there like next to fucking manure bags or whatever the fuck it was, which is like the signs take. I remember I saw it on like some conservative network thing and I was sort of watching their coverage and I was like, where the fuck is this? So I thought yeah. that it was like actually just like a side group of people holding this like mini press conference. And then they were like, no, no, this is the thing. And I was like, oh, okay. And the fact that he tweeted that there would be a press conference at the Four Seasons in, in, in Philadelphia at 11 and then took it down and then wrote yeah. Four Seasons Total Landscaping at 1130 was yeah. just like, yeah. oh, my God. Give it, giving the media more. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there, there are a lot of things to criticize the media about, but uh, pulling out for the wide shot to make sure that we all saw where the uh, signs were pa painted up. And by the way, this comment cannot be lost. Dominica Saxon, too bad the dildo shop wasn't called the cream Atorium. Mm. What, uh, what if they had ahead. followed up the uh, total landscaping announcement by saying, we've got one at the Marriott, and then they showed up at the mayor's yacht? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly, Jason. Uh, you know, someone just typed four seasons into Google and hit the little phone call before on the yeah. website. Yeah, like we want to do a press conference, and they're like, great. And I make a point. Ben Shapiro constantly says politics is way more like Veep than House of Cards. I don't doubt that for a second. Uh, House of Cards is so you know methodical and and the way everything's manipulated. And I just think a lot of dumb stuff happens uh, by accident. Uh, and uh, Sam brings this up. I I wonder what Andrew Breitbart would have thought of all this. We'll never know, obviously, but I'm pretty sure he would have said something funny about all this. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I, what I don't enjoy is you know when people use the the memes towards their cause and it's like what's well, really hard to say because as crazy as it is to think about it, he passed away more than eight years almost nine years ago now uh so it was you know it's all of you know there there you know when he was still uh, with us there was this idea that trump might run for president one day but it was never really a concept for him to ha have an opinion on so uh yeah i think it uh there's a uh, 
you know, someone uh, very uh, entertaining. Uh, I, of course, personally would have been uh, much more excited to call him after the Dodgers won the World Series. Uh, finally, after being the Buffalo Bills for, uh, you know, three of the last four years where, you know, you make it to the show, but then you don't win. But uh, yeah, uh, in any case, uh, what were you going to say, Jeffrey? I just wanted to like, the, I think the real story in this that's getting lost and I'm sad no one's gone into it is like, what was the reaction at four seasons when they got that call? Were they just like, holy shit. Okay. Great call. Right. Giuliani. Okay. I saw one of the guys, he had like made a comment and he was like the guy who works there or owns it or something. He's like, I genuinely don't know why they want to do it here, but uh <laughs> He like, didn't even fix it up at all or give I them like was, a decent place to do it. He was at church or so he was at a Bible study. Oh, yeah. there was a guy who worked there as an employee. He was at Bible study and he got a call from his boss, like, hey, you gotta come here because they're doing a press conference. And he was like, Cool, I get out of I get to get out of Bible study. <laughs> so just, like, <laughs> happy to Oh God, it's so good. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and it was one of those ones where you know they made the point of they're just like, look, anybody wants to hold a press. It's not a political thing. Somebody wants to hold a press conference here. We're going to say yes, and uh, they uh, they did have to take down uh, comments on their uh, Yelp listing because uh, people were not taking the business seriously. But as I mentioned last week, their website does have a merch store. So if you want a Four Seasons Total Landscaping Company T-shirt, you can certainly get one or possibly a hat as well. If, uh, if, if you're thinking of anything to gift the three of us, uh, that would probably be the, the place to start, Matt and Casey. Uh, uh, yes, Jeff. One last pr- uh, impression of Giuliani. Hello, this is uh, Four Seasons Total Manscaping. Oh, time to pivot. <laughs> Four Seasons Total Manscaping. Yeah. Um, so there's the uh, there's the funny aspect of it, which we just talked about. There's the kind of uh, preposterous aspect of it. And then there's the you know, you, there's the real problems that come with, uh, you know, this kind of uh, resistant transition. And uh, again, the, the comparison to Al Gore is uh, definitely a, a very different one. Because uh, before he finally conceded, uh, the GSA did free up some money and they did give them an office, uh, the Bush administration, assuming that, you know, it's like, well, in case they win. So it's like all of a sudden Washington, D.C. doesn't want to spend money. You know, it's like, yeah, look, you maybe you don't win, but uh, let's do some of this. And, you know, so he's not getting intelligence briefings. And uh, I I know that uh, somehow the uh, pandemic has become a divisive topic, but uh, if if there's going to be anyone handling it, uh, there should be some kind of uh, unity between the uh, you know. And uh, this is this is where you know uh, Mike Pence could be a big boy uh, and and really not worry so much about what his boss for uh, well, almost exactly two more months uh, thinks about things. And, you know, Mike Pence should really start getting in the Mike Pence business and worrying about his future. And does he want to run in 2024 or if mother will let him, I don't know. Uh, Could you imagine what would Mike, he's just so, he has no charisma. He just well, yeah, but ever, all, everywhere he's always like, He's always squinting, like he's like trying to figure out where he is, but he never really knows. He's like, eh. yeah, but is this sort of what you were talking about before? It's like if if you were doing central casting and you wanted like uh, we want a Republican president, and then they gave you a bunch of headshots, I'd be like, oh, that one, 
the one that looks like Mike Pence. That's the one that I want. Yeah, that's what I want for my movie or TV show. I want a Republican president. He looks like Mike Pence. Of course he looks like Mike Pence. But, you know, What's he going to run on? Like Trump bootlicking? Because it's like he well, literally did nothing the whole time. It was like, you're in charge of COVID. And by that, yeah, I mean, COVID, you know, yeah, of course. Yeah, like, well, that's, that's what, really, what was that? that's Who's why I'm bringing that? him up is that he's, he's uh, you know, in, in charge of that. And uh, he should be doing something because his boss certainly isn't. His, uh, President Trump had one thing on his schedule yesterday, and it was lunch with uh, Vice President Pence, who you know really would have liked to have uh, been at Epcot Center probably because he was going to Florida with his family, and instead right. he's having lunch. He's having lunch with the uh, you know with one forty fifth of the Hall of Presidents, uh, and you know he probably looks more like his uh, animatron now than he did, and uh, so you know that's where it gets into. And the real problematic part is that, you know, you have enough people who are saying, uh, and I mentioned this last week, uh, George W. Bush could not have uh, sent that congratulatory uh, press release fast enough to President-elect Biden because uh, there's uh, definitely no love uh, between the Bush family and uh, Donald Trump. Uh, you know, the allegations uh, that uh, George Bush caused 9-11 the uh you know and to be fair solid nickname low energy jeb that uh, really just kind of undid jeb exclamation point the the uh low energy jeb was uh, one of the good ones he used to be in the good nickname business he never got a good one even for for biden uh what were you gonna say jeff well he because he used up low energy on jeb um they called him sleepy joe it's the same thing yeah <laughs> uh i was just gonna oh i First, I was, I was just imagining like how many times a potential Trump wax figure would just get like fucked with if it was on display anywhere other than like some Republican headquarters, like just constantly. Yeah. Well, he is he is in the Hall of Presidents, but uh, that's a, that's in Florida, so they probably you know they probably don't bother bother with it there. Um, uh, let's just uh, a couple things. Uh, Jason makes the point. Uh, uh, Pence is bland. Isn't that what people want to rebound from Trump? That's what I said about Biden. He's uh, not anybody's you know actual dream date, but he's he's your rebound boyfriend. You know, the guy didn't treat you well. And you just want something stable. You want the guy who's going to pay for dinner and hold the door for you. Uh, and Dominicus Saxon and Chuck the Pup. Uh, I'd be happy with Bland for a while and someone who never heard of Twitter. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, Sam Whitfield uh, says, good point, Jason. Yeah, I think that Bland is what a lot of people would want. But you have this sort of energized movement now on the right. So the real problem for them will be trying to move past it. And, you know, I think that Donald Trump Jr. is not something that you actually want to, you know, try to run out there. Uh, and I've, uh, I've, I've, I've tried to be as kind as I can with giving my reason why Donald Trump will not run again in 2024. Uh, but I guess the euphemism will be, it won't be an option is, is one way to, to put that. Um, but I don't know. So what's the level of concern that, you're you're feeling that you're seeing uh i'll ask you first uh jeff uh about the fact that the it, it's not the, the not conceding is is immaterial but the fact that you have so many people that are basically you know standing at attention standing by uh like the proud boys for uh president trump and they're just like no we're not pushing for it 
Uh, we're not giving any money to President-elect Biden. Uh, what are your thoughts on all of that, Jeff? So I had forgotten what I was going to say before, but now that reminded me. So you pointed out that Trump accused Bush of causing 9-11, where the facts state that it was actually the delay in taking over because of the um, Gore stuff going to the Supreme Court that supposedly weakened national security and allowed more things to slip through the cracks because of the let the yeah. shortened transition time. So to have accused Bush of that and then be basically creating that situation un with like no founding, like there was kind of something going on with the, the Gore-Bush situation, but it's still, you wish to have been resolved quicker. This one seems like based on how so many cases have been summarily thrown out of court, there is no basis for it. So you're just almost intentionally weakening national security, which is the thing you have so proudly held as much as you could. So it's just kind of, it's kind of fucked up that you're creating the exact opportunity you condemn another Republican for having been yeah, no, and I, I mean, I'd seen that theory that, uh, you know, sort of a, a, a weakened incoming George W. Bush administration for, you know, not having a month. Uh, I think that it, it's it's definitely hard to second guess. You feel like uh, that event would have happened, maybe not on that day if they'd been, you know, known to look for it or whatever. It's, it's very easy in hindsight to try and put it together. But you're right. Uh, and this is a situation where it's like, you know, you're, you're fighting and you know, what does it cost other than, you know, a few million dollars of taxpayer money, which have been used to finance, you know, all sorts of things from a, a border wall to uh, holding a Republican national convention speeches on the white house lawn. So, you know, there's, you can spend some government money and if for some reason you know, you open up an office for a president-elect Biden, and then somehow, uh, you know, the Supreme Court decides that uh, the Supreme Court are going to be the nine presidents, and uh, neither of these guys is going to be in charge. Uh, you know, then it's like, all, right, all we did was spend money, and now, you know, uh, Biden knows uh, a few things in terms of what's going on in the intelligence community right now. But as everyone would point out, Biden will forget that stuff by lunchtime, so it doesn't matter. You know, so uh, I, I don't I, you know, it's uh, it, the whole thing is even more petty than I expected. But it's also like, you know, there's there, there's real danger that uh, that stems from this, from not having the smooth transition, which I think when he was asked about it uh, in the month of October, uh, you know, hard hitting journalist Savannah Guthrie asked him and, uh, you know, he never gave a, a good answer. Uh, you never got the indication that he was going to, uh, you know, have a, a peaceful transfer of power and uh, also go out of his way to be unhelpful. Uh, I wanted to ask Will what he thought, but Jeff, did you have a thought to throw in there? Uh, well, it, that just, yeah. I, I, I keep going back to the Pompeo thing because I just found that to be like, and I get that people want to be like, it's a joke, but it's like, okay. But if Fauci came out and told everyone, if you don't wear a mask, you'll fucking die. And then Democrats were like, it was a joke. Calm down. Yeah. He's just making a joke. You'd lose your fucking shit. So a guy whose job it is never to say something essentially treasonous, having said something treasonous, is a huge deal that is not properly being addressed in my opinion. Uh, and uh, Will and Chuck the Pup, what are your thoughts? Uh, 
I mean, I don't know. I feel like in my little tirade about what a clown I feel like he is. It's just, it's, it's, it's about setting an example too. You know what I mean? And it is so funny to me that like a lot of conservatives are like, all these whiny kids, they just want their participation trophies. Like they just want to be like, like their feelings like fondled. And then they wear shirts that say like, MAGA, fuck your feelings. And like, but they just, like, all these triggered snowflakes, they just they're like, they cry and they march and they and they riot and blah. And then they have a million MAGA march, which is named after the Million Man March, which was an African-American march. Like, okay. And then all they want is to win an election they didn't win. I don't know what kind of participation trophy they want, but they want it. They want to keep up uh, Civil War generals from the South. The thing is, is those dudes fucking lost. Why do you want to be surrounded by nothing but statues to your failure? That is the worst participation trophy you could ever. And they're like, why do we take down parts of our history? I'm like, because those dudes suck. They fucking lost and they were racist. Like, put them in a building. Put them in a museum. You want to go see them, go look at them. So you're but, saying that the Confederate flag is the ultimate participation trophy. Is, uh, do you feel like that's, that's where you're going? Pretty much. That? I mean, all these, like, you see people with, like, a Biden sign on their lawn, right? Like, one. Or like a, or like maybe a bumper sticker. Anybody who's hardcore Donald Trump has fifteen flags, just pasted and draped from the bed of their truck out their window. Somebody put razor blades on the bottom of their Trump sign. That a fucking city worker who removed it because it was too close to like something like they they had to remove them because they were technically on city property or something. Tried to remove it and needed seventeen stitches because somebody put razor blades on it. Like wow. there's such a vitriol that's part of that cult of personality. That's so dangerous that I'm like, that dude needs to leave. And honestly, if he never concedes, like, good. You know what I mean? Like, it's just that he will be the most embarrassed. He's already the most embarrassing president and human being in political history and will go down in history. True. People will look at this. You know what I mean? Like, even five years from now. But really, like, think about 50 years from now when everyone goes, yeah, we were alive. And that dude's just a fucking joke. Like, there's not any other version of the story where Donald Trump is like, you know, actually, what about all the good things Donald Trump did? Well, I mean, you know, you do have people that can point to that, but uh, you know, this is you know who this is great for is uh, is Nixon. This is just great for him. This is just like oh, I wasn't so bad, was I? Well, uh, technically, no. I mean, like, <laughs> I would yeah. say Nixon over fucking Donald Trump. You got to say. I mean, what what did? Uh, yeah, why did uh, Nixon resign? Because he lied about something. Not right. it wasn't so much the break in at the Watergate. You know, it was just when he knew about it, he lied about it. And, and uh, nothing but lie for four yeah. years. I'm like, we can't pin him on it. Easily demonstrable lies. <laughs> and like sexual assault confessed to on tape and people who are Christian are like, he's going to save us all. I'm like, how? How's he going to get you? Hmm? Uh, I have to say, just to pat myself on the back, because I love it when Jason and I can agree on something. He, he said, put that quote up on screen, Christian. Those dudes suck is the best argument to take down statues I've ever heard. I could get behind that. Fuck yeah. If there's people uh, who, suck who are racist and they have statues, fuck those guys. They suck. Take them down. I, <laughs> have, a, go ahead. I have a compromise for all the people who want to fly it. the Confederate flag. Let's you just have to put on the Confederate flag second place 1865. <laughs> 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 Uh, because he agrees with me, uh, Cammy Egan, the Trump presidency makes Nixon out to be a saint. 
you know, uh, I, what I know about Nixon, I learned from Star Trek. So I knew that only he could go to China. So that's really all I, I, I need to know. And I also got married at his uh, presidential library. Uh, Dominica Saxon with a great observation. Why would you want to be surrounded by symbols of your failures? Sounds like marriage. Uh, Jason, you laughed a little too loud for that. Uh, I'll be sure to send a screen grab of that to the missus. Um, and uh, let's make sure we get these in here. Trump is a joke is actually one reason people support him. I think he's a joke and I still voted for him. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I do understand that, uh, you know, there's uh, there's something that goes with it, you know, that you're just like, was the it was the example that, uh, that wasn't brilliant, but it worked last week when Jason and I spoke, which is that what what the 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 maga restaurant uh, what they serve there is all right you can deal with a lot of it and pick the stuff off the menu you want they're the worst mater d you've ever seen in terms of donald trump but you're like yeah i'm still vote i'm really voting for the restaurant though you know so this is like the worst ronald mcdonald you could have um and uh dominica saxon likes the confederate flag idea so jeff yeah. he's uh hashtag team jeff um so I thought of another thing. Have you watched the Simpsons episode where I think it's like both Gore and somebody and Bush, probably the two people who are running for presidents are replaced by those like tentacle monster aliens. And then it basically like comes out before the election that they're aliens. And then they're like, what are you going to do? Vote third party? <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. then one of them wins. And then it's like, Homer's like, don't look at me. I voted for Gorslax. Yeah. Well, that's uh, yeah. And, and, because he's got the R's to me, like, voting and that's where I'm at. Uh, don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. You know, yeah, I mean, that's really go. what it comes down to uh, is, you know, you, you can you can say what you want about any of this. Uh, and I think that the the surprising thing is the level of people who I tend to find to be, you know, at least reasonably uh, intellectual. Uh, way smarter than me that uh, are really kind of dug in on the idea that like, no, no, there's still a chance. And that what the chance involves is, well, yeah, we're just going to have to get these electors to not vote the way that their state voted. And then they'll do that in electoral college in December. And then that, so it's like, so what you're saying is that you're, arguing that you're going to fundamentally undermine the system. And again, you're going to do it for a, 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 a carnival barker, a grifter, a carny. He's literally a carny, you know? I mean, it's just like, you know, like you see in the old movies when somebody, you know, takes the big wagon into town and they're selling all the elixirs and like, what about this? Hate immigrants, drink this. What's that? Snake oil salesman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, you're doing it for this guy. And, I, I, I don't know. So it's uh, I guess it's why I can't wrap my head around it. And I, I can understand why people voted for Donald Trump despite all of his faults. And that's why the argument of like, oh, so you're expecting us to believe that more people got out and voted for Biden than voted for Obama. And the answer is yes. That's exactly what you have to believe because that's what I was talking about. Before. Because what be. yeah, what is he what what is Biden? What was Biden on the ticket against? And versus, you know, like people are like, oh, yeah, John McCain. Yeah, all right. I mean, if he's president, you know, again, a guy who looks like president out of central casting, John McCain. So you're like, yeah, you know, so people weren't motivated in the same way. So that's why you have 
the the split tickets. That's why you have people who uh, didn't vote for anything other than president, which is a, another one of the allegations, which apparently happens a lot. The people look at uh, at those ballots and are like, look, I'm, I'm just here to vote for president. I, I don't know about all this. I don't know about measure M and prop 65. And, you know, I don't know about any of that stuff. I'm just going to vote. vote. I didn't vote in the local school stuff for that very reason. Cause I'm like, I don't know the policies of the people running for my like towns or local areas, superintendents. So I just didn't. Well, that's be- that's because of the one thing that you do appreciate about the Trump administration. You do believe that kids should be kept in cages. So that's yeah. actually why you don't want to give any money to the local school board. Frankly, I think like I, as stupid as it is, like, uh, I'm so psyched that Jill Biden is going to be in office. Like the first lady being a former educator means that we could actually potentially undo some of the damage that Devos has done. Cause it's just like, it's fucking disgusting. You know, I thought for a second you were talking about the damage that Devo had done. And I'm like, uh, no, because yeah, exactly. Because when trouble comes along, they will whip it and whip it good. Uh, Jason makes the point. He has this in quotes. I'm just here to vote for county commissioner number three. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know about any of this other stuff. I'm just voting for county commissioner uh, number three. Uh, Sam Whitfield, I voted for Trump out of sheer hatred for crooked Hillary. Not a bad nickname. That one stuck for sure. Uh, Biden isn't Hillary, though. Uh, and a lot of people didn't vote because they liked their candidates because they hated the other one. Uh, yeah, I think that, uh, it, it, look, uh, uh, you know, my my boss for a little bit longer, uh, Dennis Miller, uh, he said four years ago that he was voting for not Hillary. So whatever the whatever the button was that meant not Hillary, that's who he was going to vote for. And you had a lot of people who were voting not Trump, you know, and I think that the idea of Biden was probably not something that a lot of people wanted. But at the same time, there isn't that averse reaction to not Hillary. You know, it's just like, you know, again, it's it's just it's it's just another guy who looks like he might as well be president at some point. You know, it's a guy who stayed in the system long enough where, you know, eventually you fail upwards enough. You're going to get to be the the boss of the company. You know, you just you, you didn't get fired. So uh, so there you are. Um, so uh, where do you think we go from here, guys? What do you think these next two months look like? I don't know. I do feel like because people know like it's he's inevitably on the way out, there's a lot less coverage. I just feel like in general, like every day I woke up and I was like, what fucking new? I, I just I stopped thinking that that day could be the day that the most crazy shit happened, especially then with COVID and him just sure. being the most irresponsible person when it came to a fucking pandemic. Um, that now it does feel like the media is kind of like, yeah, he's tweeting crazy things, but like, let's not print it. Let's just kind of generalize it and then talk about what people are going to do because that's really all we can focus on is like, let's get the, let's get the not caring out of the way and then get the people who don't want to murder people in the office. And uh, so I don't know. I really, I'm just putting my shoulder into Christmas. I'm just listening to the music. I put my decorations up over the weekend. Like it's, I'm working on I'm glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that Alexa play Christmas music. it's free i just heard it say christian social security is (laughs) 
that's uh, been going on a lot in my house since uh, Joy to the World Day, November first. Uh, yeah. Yes, this was uh, an important year for Joy to the World Day. True. Yeah, really this was a, yeah. This was like this isn't like we're we're not skipping Thanksgiving. We're just rolling it all in. You know. Well, that's what Joy to the World Day was created yeah. for. Exactly. And this year we needed it more than most, and I've really just taken advantage of it. It's been so great. Yeah, uh, it's very distracting though. So Alexa, stop. Sorry. I know. I hate. I hate to do that, but. Uh, Bitch. Also, I don't know what uh, YouTube would do to the video if there there was more than that. Uh, in any case, uh, yeah, I think that uh, you know it's well. Look, it's uh, it, it, it's tied into all of this. There's this idea uh, where you're having a lot of people, people that I know, people I'm friendly with, who see the admonition of like, yeah, you know what? Don't do Thanksgiving the way you usually do this year, and. I won't name who it is, but uh, I was just like, no, we're going to do it our way because we're tired of listening to you and we're going to have everybody there. And it's like, look, you can do that if you want to. And, you know, let's hope nobody gets sick. It's fine. Like maybe that maybe that's great, you know, but it's like the argument of, yeah, well, all those people that poured out into the streets when Biden was uh, announced the winner. Oh, that was OK, but I can't go see my grandma. And it's like, well, nobody's well, not nobody. People aren't saying that that is okay that that many people did it. It was funny as all hell that people were singing YMCA outside of the white house because he inexplicably didn't understand the, the fact that that song is one of the ultimate gay anthems, what it means to stay at the YMCA. The fact that uh, he cut that, like that trailer together with him, like doing this with that song, I was like, dude, Pence, Pence suggested it. And then was just like, don't look too far into this, Donald. Let's just play this. He's so <laughs> dumb. He's so dumb. Like, I, if yeah. you, I, and it's the thing where people are like, don't generalize me. Again, pick a better Republican. I want you to. Because I'm at the point now where, like, if you still support him, you're fucking dumb. You're dumb. Well, I, I mean, it, and to me, it's not even like a matter of having voted for him. Uh, you can it's have that conversation. his fucking nonsense. Well, you yeah, can have that conversation. Bad. Yeah, that's a separate conversation than two weeks after the election of like, no, he's uh, he's doing the right thing. Like, you can ask for the recounts. You can not concede, oh, but you can also, you know, like I said, spend a couple million dollars. You know, somebody who works with Joe Biden's like, yeah, you know what? Let me set up a let me set up a Zoom call with uh, you know, the the Trump the you know the Trump administration people who. I'll go into the office, but uh, you know, we'll do little zoom windows. Everything will be fine. Uh, so yeah, I think that's uh, kind of the same thing. And by the way, Jason points out, Nope, not that one. Uh, my tree is up. House is lit, but Jason is your house lit or is it just lit? That's the real question. Uh, Mrs. Saxon threatens to curb stomp anyone. She sees the lights up before Thanksgiving. Boo, Mrs. Saxon. Boo. Jason says, I won't do Thanksgiving the usual way this year. I'm putting extra butter on the crescent rolls. Now, see, that's crazy because that's going to really be a problem for the cholesterol. Uh, it just depends on what people are doing. You know, I think uh, you have this genius uh, Scott Atlas who is speaking on behalf of uh, our government in terms of COVID related issues. And I believe he was the one who said that well, you should really see grandma this year for Thanksgiving because it might be her last one. And it's like, well, what are you doing that might increase the odds that it's the last one is if, you know, you go directly from 
I, I don't even want to generalize where people are going and, and congregating in large numbers. You know, it, it doesn't really matter where it is. But, uh, you know, maybe you were at the thousand MAGA march that, uh, you know, fell a little short, short of, uh, of a million. You know, I think uh, Sean Spicer saw those crowds and was just like, oh, man, it's not even close. But go ahead, Jeff. There's not a hint of irony in the people going I get to be with my family for Thanksgiving being the same people who are like, separate those children from their parents. They came here illegally. Well, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, and Jeff, you are, are with uh, your mom. So uh, I feel like that's kind of an easy, easy way to celebrate. And I know you see your, uh, you, you see your sister, we're doing, you know, a smaller version of what we usually do. It's, uh, it's our family, my wife's parents and her sister. We get together periodically anyway. And I would say that uh, my kids being in school are the, uh, the biggest uh, germ magnets of the bunch, you know. Um, but, uh, Will, what are you going to do? Just you, you and Chuck the Pup and a, uh, a couple of Hot Pockets with some turkey inside? or That ham and cheese Hot Pocket. Oh, that sounds I good. Came home, I used to come home from school every day. Sit down, ham and cheese, hot pocket, say by the bell, double feature, hours, hours worth of say by the bell. Um, we are actually going to do it outside. My parents are going to set up like kind of like a little like stations, you know what I mean? So we can kind of like see see each other, but not be inside and be super close. So we're doing a version of Thanksgiving, but we're not trying to do it. You know, fuck, fuck COVID. We're going to do it the way that we're well. We, we have the advantage that we live in California and yeah. we want to do it outside. Nice weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff, uh, uh, there in Massachusetts, you're going to have Thanksgiving outside. <laughs> so, wow. Interesting that you bring that up. Probably. Uh, Thanksgiving is also actually Natasha's birthday. So she oh. was wanting to go places. Oh, and do right. things, but uh, basically everything shut down. Like her plan was to go rent to Airbnb in Maine on a lake and just enjoy some nature. And then it was like, and Maine is shut down to Massachusetts because all the COVID has blown up. So uh, we're probably not doing much, but um, my essentially brother-in-law very drunkenly the other night, like kept going on a rant about how he wanted to like set up a tent in the backyard for Natasha for her birthday. And I was like, and I just kept being like, uh-huh, weather permitting, because we're all like, it's going to be way too cold, most likely. But then again, I don't know. It's been weird. Like, we had the snow. We had that foot of snow. And then since then, it's been like 60s and 70s. So oh, that's weird. New England weather for you. I'll Because uh, my birthday, I always forget Natasha and I's birthdays are a day apart. I'm uh, My birthday's on Wednesday, but I'm going to Big Bear this Friday through Monday to – to get away and, uh, and and lucy's birthday is the sunday after thanksgiving the 29th so oh. uh, and uh and bujenski's birthday is right around there too or yeah and, and ken's is the first week in december uh so you know it's basically what? everybody everybody except me and jeff uh, is but, uh having a huge family gathering i would imagine he would. he's very upset that uh he was exercising at the gym for the last time yesterday uh and you know honestly if you, well because the gym's i, I <laughs> yeah he's just moving into taco bell now full time no uh jim's uh, uh in i don't know if he goes in san bernardino county or orange county i'm not quite sure but wherever they are they were going to close the next day so he was in the gym for the last time that day you mm-hmm. know because 
So, uh, yeah, he's been uh, very uh, outspoken on on these issues. Uh, Jason makes a point. I find it funny that people in California actually go by these Newsom rules. Uh, I think that you can uh, make a point about the messenger, sort of like uh, President Trump. Uh, and then, you know, you can still think some of these things are a, a good idea. You know, uh, I think that, uh, you know, going into public settings where you're wearing a mask because it's people not from your household, uh, it's fine. And then there's the argument of like, oh, but then you're not going to wear it when you eat. And look, the advice of like, well, you should put your mask back on between bites of food. No, that's stupid. That's that's asinine. No one's going to do that. Gavin Newsom didn't do that when he went to, to the French Laundry with 15 people. You know, it's fine. It's you know, it's it's almost like you answer a dumb question with a dumb answer. And you're like, oh, yeah, that, that that's that's not going to sit there well. But, you know, you can uh, you can still think it's a good idea because in a lot of ways it's like, well, what does it hurt? you know, to wear a mask at the, uh, at the, at the supermarket or, you know, to, uh, you know, I think that a lot of us are going to be very obsessive with the, like Purell the rest of our lives now. And I think that's just, we just have to embrace that, you know, we're, we're just all going to be those people, uh, you know, those of us who worry about those things, but you know, it's a, it, it, I understand the question, but it's also like, you know, I think the idea is look, things uh, could very well get, worse uh you know that was one of those things that uh president trump uh chided uh president-elect biden uh about is saying that uh, we're in for a dark winter well it's, all indications are that we absolutely are i i checked with a friend of mine who uh he's uh he, do, he does news in uh, canada and you know they have canadian thanksgiving in the middle of october and so I saw this chart for like, oh, you know, here's what happened after Canadian Thanksgiving. And, it, you know, it was like, OK, they have a lot less people than we do. But it's like the numbers don't matter. It's like the trend line is the same. So uh, you've got a month between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And it's like, you know, do what you can. But it's like, I don't know. I, I mean, if I look, if I'm if my grandkids want to see me right now, I'm like, no. I don't, I don't need you. Just don't leave me alone. You know, send me a, send me a, like a, you know, a virtual uh, gift card to Boston market. I'll, I'll have the Turkey show up and uh, I don't need to look at any of your dumb faces. You know, I think that's what it means to be a grandfather. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, that's what it meant. <laughs> that's what it meant to be my grandfather. Uh, and uh, mask the supermarket. One thing masking, eating outdoors with your family, Thanksgiving, that's something else. Uh, yeah. But it's also like, if you live somewhere where you can, it's like, uh, yeah, it's just if you're going to make people feel more comfortable, uh, if that's what people want. But it's also the same thing. It's like people that don't, whether it's your outdoor or indoor Thanksgiving, if people don't want to go to it, you know, don't hold it against them. They're like, yeah, look, I'm, I'm just not going to come. I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried about, uh, you know, everything. But uh, maybe we'll call. Maybe we'll do a Zoom. And, you know, and uh, honestly, I think that'll say it'll probably save Thanksgiving, you know, not having to see so many people. But uh I don't know. Um, I hope that uh, everybody who does, uh, however they celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope they have a happy one, um, except for I do believe that uh, President Trump will not have a happy one. I think that um, he will probably uh, pardon the turkey, uh, as we usually get uh, on Thanksgiving. And then the next day, uh, pardon uh, everyone else, including himself, although I guess there is a legal issue as to whether or not he can pardon himself. Um, and uh, way, to, way to come in right at the end, uh, Jacob Downey pointing out that it's live or did I miss it? You almost missed it. It's, it's, it's almost over. over. It's, it's, on, over. it's pretty much over. And we're talking about his presidency. It's, it's, it's pretty much I, over. 
guy. How great would it be if he just resigned and let Trump, uh, Pence uh, pardon, pardon him, him instead I, of the Trump, instead of the turkey? Right. And they're like, hey, <laughs> this year's turkey is Donald Trump. All right. Goodbye. We're yeah. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, when a team, uh, you know, has like a star player who, you know, went on to another team, uh, they like activate him for one day so he can retire as, you know, with that jersey on. It's like, yeah, Pence, you know what? You'd be president for a day. You, you earned it. You put up with a lot. So you'd be president. Contract. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You, yeah. You, you'd be president for January 19th. Okay. And, um, but you have to pardon me. All right. Pinky swear. Pinky swear. Um, in any case, uh, this is not a bad point. No way Trump pardons a turkey. Did you see his waistline at the debates? Uh, that's uh, more fat shaming. Anyway, uh, I don't think we really uh, came to, you know, I think it was just we wanted to vent a little bit, and uh, it was fun to get to do it with you guys. Jeff, it's weird to see daylight out your window. Uh, it's weird to see me not buffering. And, uh, Will, you're, you actually uh, are at a wall where you have some stuff behind you. You're usually, yeah. at, the wh- usually at the white wall, so I like this. Yeah, I've got a poster that's uh, Katie's. It's a uh, New York, Manhattan, something, New York City. It's a, it's a subway system. It's like an old subway map. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, all right. Well, uh, we want everybody to have a, a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, next week, uh, I'll be back with uh, some musician interviews. I'm not sure which one, so I can't ad- adequately uh, promote them. But uh, they'll, they'll, they'll be out there next week, and uh, we'll uh, talk again soon. We're going to have to start planning the uh, the broadcast virtual Christmas party because it's the only way we can do it this year oh, yeah. uh, because of social distancing, but also because Jeff moved away. You know, that's really that's what it comes true. down to. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, Jeff, do you want anyone to find you on social media, or do you just like flying below the radar? I still have them all deleted. I just, I haven't checked in. I feel bad. Like part of me feels bad. Cause I'm like, Oh no, like maybe I'm, you know, I don't know, not participating. People are trying to talk to me or something, but I'm also like, no one was talking to me before. So I doubt I'm missing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, if people want to, Jeff DeRay, Twitter, Instagram, you deleted them off your phone, but you still, those accounts are still yeah, active, the account, right? the accounts are active. So maybe one day I'll check in and I'll have just like a surplus of things to respond to. Yeah. Now, but, but because, uh, because, uh, BoJack already ended odds are, you know, not really in your favor for that. Uh, Will Sterling, where do people find you and where do they find Sonder LA? Oh, uh, Will Sterling underscore Twitter, Instagram, Sonder.LA on Instagram. They can, you know, binge. That's been, a, it's been almost a year since we put up, last episode went up last December. So it's been like, oh, wow. like a year later. Yeah. But you know, you can binge a full season of a show and in 32 or 33 minutes. And here's the best thing. When we started shooting this and editing it, we were telling people like, yeah, it's like a series to be watched on your phone in a vertical format. And people were like, oh, it sounds like Quibi. And we were like, what's yeah. that? And they were like, oh, it's this thing, like billions of dollars, cats and burgers, but everybody's putting money behind it. And we were like, ah, fuck, what? We got picked up by another streaming service called Fearless. Not a huge thing, but like something small, a little extra exposure. And Quibi went under. So technically, we outlasted Quibi. So I'm proud of that. Nice. And I think you should be proud of that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Will, do you remember that video game show I did for a minute with like Rick Fox and those yeah. other guys? Yeah, that guy who would come in early, the producer Todd, I think his name was. Yeah, Todd Garner. He was like really close with whoever I think the founder of Quibi was, and I remember Uh, him telling me about it way back when they were doing it. He's like, "Yeah, it's this thing," and I was like, "Oh, that sounds like a terrible idea." Terrible idiot. 
this they got there is gonna be huge it's gonna be huge i was like okay <laughs> feel vindicated I, I do feel truthfully that it only works on the scale that we did it you know what i mean small tiny stories they were putting millions and millions of dollars with like christoph waltz and like yeah liam hemsworth and making these big movies i was like what are you doing no one's gonna give a shit about this and nobody did yeah uh, anyway. Well, much like the black cast, no one's going to give a shit about it, and nobody did. But we're still out here. Uh, 409, Formula 409, if you will. Thank you. Uh, but uh, if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram, at ChristianDMZ. Uh, and you can expect a few more instances of where I point out that Donald Trump is not handling his loss as well as he could have. That will probably come up again uh, at some point. Uh, unless there's ever a point where I feel like he is handling it exactly as well as he could have, but uh, I, I'm not holding my breath for that. And if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, subscribe to the Blackcast YouTube channel. There's a lot of other shows on here. Uh, if you want ones like this, there's a Trump report, but we also have a Mandalorian after show. We have a Star Trek Discovery after show, and uh, we do uh, Marvel Talk. The most recent episode featured an interview with uh, two of the co-creators of X-Men the animated series. So check all that out. And oh. we, yes. Sorry, I just uh, realized, did you, had you ever watched The Clone Wars? So did you have any context for Bo-Katan and The Mandalorian? I, I, I did uh, have context and that would probably be a spoiler, but now that it's like, you know, five days ago, spoilers aren't Sorry. what they used to be. Uh, I <laughs> saw enough uh, and the fact that uh, it, it's Katie Sackhoff from Battlestar Galactica, who was also the voice actor, was uh, was great. Uh, that they they were able to do that, but I didn't see enough of Clone Wars. Like I know there's those new seasons that came out or new season that was on Disney Plus. I haven't seen that, but uh, I and like is the same thing with Rebels. When I was watching shows the old fashioned way on cable, I never knew when they were back, and I was like, oh, this show's been back for four weeks. You know, before you could do season passes and things like that. You know, when it was like I have to set the VCR to record the new episodes. That's more for uh, Clone Wars. So yeah. uh, I never, you know, and I would just feel like, oh, I really want to watch it from the beginning. And uh, so one day I'll catch up on all of it. But uh, yeah, uh, Mandalorian I think is the one thing that can bring us all together uh, and uh, help uh, 2020 be the year of this is the way. But this is the way we end the show. And we'll see you next time on the Vike. Ding. Personality, the cult of personality.